Slice Audio. Episode 14 of Bounce from the Roadhouse. We got Christmas Kara no key times two. 10 business days of quarantine, 28 year old embryo, a cookie recipe, radish, and chocolate chip. Mm-mm-mm. Emotional support, animal cutbacks, COVID vaccine, prank call Friday, tickle bar, a koala in a tree, and we'll end with a good feel moment. Don't forget to subscribe, leave a review, and some stars. Bounce from the Roadhouse. And now it's time for Christmas Karaoke. Everybody look at the snow in the yard. <laughs> so this is where we go and grab some home slice employee out in the hallway and we get them to sing a christmas carol and we let them sing until they forget the words hey so go go up there and grab somebody mitchell let's go (laughs) it'll just just be a second it's just a second because you're not going to remember the words it'll be fine it's just come on in (laughs) i know you probably got somewhere you gotta be okay i'm gonna play here comes santa claus just the inner instrumental music Uh and you have to sing the words and we'll see how much of it you know yeah. Are you are you, you ready? ready? Oh. <laughs> Turn his mic on. Here All right. I know Let's you're in a hurry. Hold on. Okay. Here. here we go. Sing along. You got. It. Come on, Stitch. Do it. Come on. Knock it off. All right. Here we go. Here comes Santa Claus. Here comes Santa Claus. <laughs> right down Santa Claus Lane. <laughs> here I don't know the words, but here I am, I sing a Christmas song, and everybody laughs at me. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Is this it? Can yeah. I stop now? Yeah, yeah. you can. Well, bye. Um, well, we knew. Bye. We knew that was gonna. Oh, oh, fine. Don't even stay and talk. Love you too. Yeah. Whatever, dude. <laughs> Guess he's got a meeting. But, we'll, yeah. we'll get him again. We'll, Stitch Hot ninety three point one. Thanks yeah. for dropping. And then singing with us. Ten days, no longer fourteen. Wow, look at him. Wow. Just, I know. Look at Dr. Fauci go. Look at you go, Fauci. So is is ten days is that so is that like two um like is that like business days? So like <laughs> seven to <laughs> do you ten still get the, the two weeks off of work? Be like, uh so that's uh two uh weeks, right? <laughs> yeah. Um that's the whole cool <laughs> part of being in quarantine is you know you, it's like a free vacation. So, no. <laughs> yeah. Speaking uh, of vacay, it should be a staycay. Yeah. But there's a couple that got caught going to Hawaii after they just tested positive. Uh, how did they get, I mean, how did they get bust? Obviously, their symptoms must have been pretty Maybe, mild. See, th- this hopefully. is what I'm guessing. Maybe they told a family member, uh-huh. and the family member's like, oh my gosh. You Judy, guys, do you know that they are still going to Hawaii? And so they like called on him, or I could totally see that. Do they out. have one of those tracking devices on their phone? And the health department was like, "What? Get out of here! Are what? you serious?" I know they wouldn't send their phones on vacation. So, so th- these guys are in big trouble. They had a four-year-old with them Stop. that is now with another relative. Oh my! They've been charged with second-degree reckless endangerment, mm-hmm. and they're currently in quarantine while they're doing the contact tracing from all the other poor people that were on the airplane with them. Yeah. And all the people they walked by in the airport. If somebody's grandmother or grandfather or aunt or uncle dies because of them. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I could see it be, probably move away. I could see it both ways. One, for sure, they never should have boarded that plane. That is super selfish. Yeah. However, the other people on the plane, if you are have a compromised immune system, mm-hmm. probably shouldn't have been on the plane either. That's another good point. So, not saying it's okay for them to do that, but I know if like I'm like, man, if I catch this, it could go bad for me. 
I'm not flying. <laughs> or maybe if you're like my grandmother and you were on your way to like a Mayo yeah. clinic yep. to get treated for something. Yeah. You know, that's, that's why they could have been on the airplane. I agree. Stuff like that could happen. And that's why those guys are idiots. Yeah. Like, why would you do? You're positive. Just stay home. Like, mm-hmm. Sorry. Free stay K at home. Stay K. And I'm still wondering, is that five business days? Yeah. Two what sets were they of five business planning days? planning on doing? Quarantining in Hawaii? Does the weekend count? You know how people freeze embryos, right? Yeah. There's one that... Uh, it's pretty old. Really? Yes. Like, take a guess how old you think it is. I have no clue. 5, 10, 20 years old. I have no idea. Okay, so this is crazy. A new record was set. A 28-year-old embryo was used. And there's a healthy baby. Seriously? What, were they, like, <laughs> digging around in the freezer and were like, oh, look. <laughs> Whoops, we forgot this in the back of the freezer. It's yeah, like they were looking for leftovers. Like the last popsicle. How it's got the... All the ice all around it and everything. Like, oh, is this an embryo? Oh, let's use this one. Our helpers in the office? Yeah. They have the baby on the phone. They no located kidding. the baby. What? Yes. Let's go. I know. So we have Molly Gibson on the phone. How's it going, Molly? How does it feel to be the oldest baby? Wah, wah, goo, goo, gaga. I picked the wrong year to be born. Am I right? Yeah, 2020's been hard. Yeah, it'll get better. It's been hard for all of us. At least I'm used to being cooped up. Put me back in the womb where it's warm. I don't think that's an option. Oh. Other than the cold, how do you feel being the world's oldest baby? World's oldest baby? I thought that was Kanye. Listen, I'm pushing 30 and I've never been on a date. I'm telling you. A few months ago, I was an egg. But I'm already thinking about freezing mine. I'm sure you can find a date. Yeah, you can find a date. You're fine. Yeah. No way. I still cry all night. A lot of adults still do that. You're fine. Do a lot of adults still play Baby Shark on repeat, too? Oh, please. Don't play that. Uh, oh, crap. I just made a poopy in my diapy. This feels awful. But at least I don't have student debt. Mom! Where? Change me! Give me some lactose-free breast milk and avocado toast! I think that's our cue to go. Yep, see ya. Good luck in your future. Wow. Wow was right. Um, Maybe we shouldn't have done that. It's an odd conversation. What's weird to me is how illiterate she was, yet she has no control over her bowels. I know. I think she's just, you know, using it. It's kind of like that scene on Saturday Night Live, but he's like, oh, it's hot in there. Can I get a cigar and a whiskey? This (laughs) is the female version of that. Yeah. She's a, she sounds like a handful. Yeah, that's not the kind of girl I'd want to date. I like need a drink after that one. Yep. I wonder when she'll be potty trained. By, <laughs> you know, 35 at least. You would hope. <laughs> the Roadhouse with Amy and Brandon presents Dream Job Alert. A public service to inform our listeners about employment opportunities that pay a ridiculous amount of money to do stupidly easy things. And now, today's Dream Job. Well, get out your radish and chocolate chip cookie recipe. Ooh. Because a kitchen supply company announced it is seeking a cookie connoisseur. You'll be paid $5,000 to create a unique cookie recipe with wacky ingredients. A radish in the chocolate chips. I'm telling you. Buy chocolate chips. It might work. 
Reynolds Kitchen said the cookie connoisseur will be tapped to author five cookie recipes to be featured in the brand's 21-day cookie countdown to 2021. So if you're interested in the position, which comes with a $5,000 paycheck, I remind you, Mm. you're being asked to submit a cookie recipe that includes an unexpected or wacky ingredient or radish. I'm telling you, use the radish. (laughs) And you have to get it to them by December 8th. Hmm. All you got to do is email careers at reynoldssweetgig.com. Include the recipe, a photo of the, you know, the cookies after mm-hmm. you make them, and a 250-word description, yes, they're going to make you work, of why they would be perfect for the job. And you should oh. also include your name, ages, addresses, things like that. But yeah, I'm telling you, radish chocolate chip. That's gross. When you cook a radish... It just has a crunch. It doesn't have a taste. Um, I don't like radishes. I feel like radishes to me are like onions. They take over everything. When you cook a radish, though, it's like a, a cooking a potato. I'm okay. telling you. Oh, I've never done that. Mm-hmm. I've only eaten them raw, so I don't know. <laughs> but with chocolate chips, ugh. Yeah. I mean, I'll try anything once. I, you could use your beard hair. Yep. Well. Couple like beard hairs. Chocolate chips hung by the beard hair with care. On Cat Country 98.7. And you're listening to the Roadhouse. With Amy and Brandon. In the mornings. Oh, wow. That was really dumb. Sorry. <laughs> we can't undo it. Yeah, it's out but there. But we can undo emotional support animals. I guess only dogs can be service animals now. They're like the only ones. You can't use like peacocks anymore. What? Oh. Yeah. There's been like a menagerie of no animals. More, no more pigs? Cats, turtles, pigs. Ca- cows? And I cannot believe the peacock. The, that the, one was crazy. I just don't. Maybe a cat. Maybe a cat. A lot of people are allergic to cats, though. I think that's kind of. That's true. That's pushing it a what little if you bit. Had, if I mean, you I could, love cats. You could get those non allergic cats. You know what I mean? Those ones that. Don't release that kind of stuff. Yeah. And that could be, I could see that working out. Mm-hmm. I guess this new rule, it's going to allow airlines to force passengers with emotional support animals to check them into the cargo holding. Ooh. And they have to pay a pet fee or leave them at home. It's going to make me emotionally unstable. Mm-hmm. Yep. They're <laughs> going to gain up to $59.6 million a year in pet fees doing this. It'll make up for the oh, whole 2020 pandemic. I see, I see what they're doing here. here. Sorry, but that's a, an emotional support cow. You're going to have to pay twice. <laughs> yeah. I think that bag is But I guess if it's the dog, it can come on. If you can no, buy it a seat. Oh, you got to buy it a seat? Probably. Well, that's good because I don't want the dog sitting in my lap the whole time. No, they're gassy. Or could you imagine them standing in the thing and the drink carts coming by? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got your sandwich here and your bag of nuts. <laughs> Do you remember when you first started... Working on Cat Country, uh-huh. we recorded this song, Mini Horses on Planes. Oh, oh, yeah. I think we need to take a this look back. This is probably horrible. You, you remember in the 80s how they, when they did a flashback, they did the whole, you know, <laughs> that's what we're doing right <laughs> Way, way, way back on the road. <laughs> I've heard of therapy dogs and therapy pigs But in my life I never thought that I would see this When I was getting on the flight I went with something insane What the? 
a mini horse on a plane. How the heck can you have a mini horse flying? What could you need that that mini horse riding? Feel like a man of Mini horse on a plane. Now the airlines gonna force us to take flights with many horses. With the tiny hooves, they're kicking, checking up your seat back. Stupid, dumb, and crazy, silly to let people fly with bellies. You don't need a tiny pony to get where the heck you're going. A mini horse up in the clouds. Well, we'll be next using their I hate traveling with many mustangs. I don't want to fly with many horses on a plane. It looks like the COVID vaccine is on the way. Let's go, bring it on. Healthcare workers are going to be first, and then the at risk elderly people. And then I also read that obese people will be after that. Oh, here I am. (laughs) Oh, let's go. Yeah, is it bacon flavored? Sign me up. Yeah, I'll do it. You're not. You can't. You're. You're not in that category. But I am, and so therefore, I will let you know how it goes. Actually, if you go by the rules, I am considered obese. That's bull. Such bull. Yeah, must be because of all your hair. Like (laughs) whatever. Beautiful mound of hair you've got. That's probably adds. 10, 15 pounds, probably, <laughs> hair there. Wish I could say the same. Oh, man. Actually, when you lose weight, you lose a lot of hair. Uh, and then when you're stressed on top of it. It's been the opposite for me. When I gain weight, I lose a lot of hair, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> no, but <laughs> for real, though. Uh, one of the side effects from COVID is losing hair. Oh, that's... One of our coworkers is, like, struggling with it. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Man, I've had it since I got out of high school then. <laughs> this hair just keeps just good strong wind. I guess I went too fast on a motorcycle back in the day. I don't know what's scarier, getting COVID or getting the vaccine for it. Gotta be having the cove. You think so? I mean, well, maybe not. <laughs> well, a lot of Ameri- um, other Americans are in the same boat as me. Like, they're, they're kind of scared to do it. So I'd, I'd probably try it for my fellow men. There's three past presidents that are stepping up. They say <laughs> they're going to get the vaccine first just to prove to Americans how safe it is. So we got Bill Clinton. <laughs> we got George W. Bush and Obama. What if so it we, was wrong? we got the Roadhouse actors together and we, we wanted to act out what this is going to sound like. Oh, yeah. The three presidents coming together to get the vaccine. Here this it is. is. Hello. I'm Barack Obama. I'm George W. Bush. And I'm Bill Clinton. And we're here to receive the COVID vaccine to prove it's totally safe. So, uh, George, uh, why don't you go first? Oh, uh, after you, I insist. Uh, you know what, uh, Bill, uh, you go first. Hold on, why should I go first? Uh, well, uh, yep, you, you, you were president first. Yeah, go ahead, Bill. I hear it also works on STDs. <laughs> Zip it, W. <laughs> Besides, this is all Barack's idea, so he should go first. Come on, Bill, feel our pain and take the shot already. You guys are unbelievable. Hillary, what are you doing here? Well, if I had a nickel for every time I said that. <laughs> you men are such wuss bags. I'll take the shot. Sorry, crooked Hillary. Trump! You had your shot in 2016. Hey, uh, all this happened under his watch. Donald should take it first. Fake news. 
Someone needs to take the shot. Make Michelle take it. She's got the most muscular arms. <laughs> hey, stop checking out my wife's arms. We have to prank call people every Friday. Yeah, it's prank call Friday. And it's your brother's birthday. Yeah, that's right. So you want to prank call him. Yeah. Where well, does he work at? He works at the UVU, uh, Utah Valley University or something. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's like, I think they're going to eventually rename the college Justin Jones University, I, I think. Just kidding, U- I have no idea. UV? UVU. Uvu. Sounds like a medical thing. Uvu. Uvu. I don't know what they do there. Uvu. Uvu. I've never even gone to college. Uh, so <laughs> okay, so we're going to call him up and, yeah, and play a joke. Let's on? give him Is a it jingle. Is going to be Al Donnelly? I think I'm going to call myself Matt today. Oh, okay. I, I like to kind of spin the name wheel on this guy. You got it. Okay. All right. Dialing it up. Oh. This is Justin. Oh, hi. Yeah, hi. Uh, my name's Matt, and uh, I was told to give you a call at the uh, university there, UVU, to see if you got the classes for uh, the street sweepers downtown. And I said, they said you were the expert uh, on the transit system uh, in Salt Lake area. And, uh, you know, to be honest with you, if I'm not on the street sweeper, I'd prefer to be on the cone dropper. If I could do that, I'd... <laughs> Do you've got classes or anything? Uh, is do I talk to you about that, or is that evenings or? Yeah, evenings and weekends. It's oh. very complicated. I Lots bet it is gathering up all that dirt. Yeah, that's right. In the in the leftovers of society, but yeah, you know, it's everybody what, contributes. Seems to be the thing anymore. They just sweeping under the rug. You know, it's like what that's do you right, right. that stuff up. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, uh, could I just uh, talk with you about getting signed up for these classes? Now, is it online? I couldn't find anything on your Uvu or Uvu website or whatever. I'm more than happy to um, mail you information if you'd like uh, through, you know, snail mail, or I can email it over to you, whichever. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm all the mail that you're going to need, sir. <laughs> so as far as mailing it over, I don't <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, bro. This is Brandon. We're just playing the oh joke. You completely cracked me up. Uh, happy birthday. Oh, completely cracks him up. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Makes me want to be a street sweeper, too. Yeah. <laughs> it was either street sweeper or we were going to check on gynecology classes, and I wasn't sure. <laughs> I didn't uh, think. I, I, I'm better at street, at street sweeping, I promise. <laughs> I wanted to see if you had any hands-on classes for the gynecology stuff there. <laughs> we have a night class on lactation specials. Uh, yeah, that'd be you good. Do? That's utter madness. No. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You get volunteers uh, for that? All right. Yeah. Well, thanks, bro. Yeah. Have a good rest of your day. We love you. Thanks, Brandon. Uh, You're awesome. But- Thank you very much. Do you like to be tickled? Um. <laughs> yes and no. I remember when I was a kid, I did, and my son loves it. Like when uh-huh. I when I tickle him, he'll he'll just laugh and he'll tell me to stop, and then he'll be like, "Do it again, mommy." Yeah, I think there's like two levels of tickling. There's the fun tickling, and then there's that tickling that's so extreme that it like puts your fight and flight system into into. You're like, ah! you know, you just yeah. want to like fight, but yeah, yeah, it's it's scary. Like when you're tickling somebody and and uh, they let one loose. Yeah, you're like, okay, um, that just happened. We'll go ahead and leave it at that. I accidentally was 
tickling my girlfriend in high school, like her side, she was super ticklish, uh-huh. and she like peed her pants and got embarrassed. Oh no! And she ran off, and then like her sister came down and was like, so anyways, uh... Can, can I use your room for just a second? Because she didn't want me to know. Had to like grab her new pair of underwear and pants and stuff and was Aww. trying to hide it from me. And I'm like, what What just happened? And she's like, nothing. And then like 10 minutes later, fine. I peed my pants. <laughs> that was <laughs> hilarious. It happens. Oh, yeah. I think everybody's done it. Yeah. Not like you. Uh-huh. But yeah, we won't talk about it. No. Hmm. Well, there's a tickle bar now. Oh, what? There's a woman that has opened a tickle bar. What? She's opening this on Monday. And it's really actually a tickle bar. You literally <laughs> go to this place and you get tickled. <laughs> because of the pandemic, um, it'll be by appointment only. You show up, you get a glass of wine, and then you're escorted into one of the five Moroccan-style tickle tents. What the heck is You can this? go shirt on or off. Um, From there, it gets better. Oh, my. You pick the tickling style you want. It could be hair play, <laughs> back tickles, what the? or both. Oh and you my. can pay for 25 to 50 minutes. It costs $40 for the shorter session, $60 for the longer one. Oh, this is going to get out of hand. And, and I mean... Somehow, this is legit and not the front for prostitution uh, that is one million percent what it sounds like sure and i wish them all the best <laughs> how'd you like to apply for that job so do you like to tickle oh yeah everybody loves to tickle well you're going to be in room five over here all night uh, depending <laughs> on your clients if you're a good tickler or not you know you could really build up your clientele kind of like a masseuse or a hairstylist yeah. or something i'm a professional tickler mom it, i have found my niche i've gone to college for this and it's a different type of happy ending. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Put another shrimp on the ball, hey. Hi. People find things in their Christmas trees. You know, they go and get a live tree, and they uh-huh. might bring home a squirrel, or like they did in at Rockefeller. Yeah. It was an owl. Yeah, it was an owl. Where yeah. They were like, who's in the tree? <laughs> <laughs> Christmas vacation, it was a squirrel, and it chased him around the oh, house. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That Classic. was fun. What about a koala bear? That's what happens in Australia. That would be <laughs> interesting. This woman found a koala bear in her Christmas tree That's when she so, got it home. They seem a little large to be hiding inside a Christmas tree. I know. Yep. They thought they were being pranked at first, and then they were like, um... <laughs> but, like, if you're caught stealing a koala bear, you can, like, go to prison for that, I think. Is this a for real picture? It is, yeah. <laughs> this koala, how did the koala bear hide on the street? I don't know. I uh, guess they didn't in, inspect it very well. No, just grab it and throw it in the car. I hate Christmas. <laughs> Boo, humbug. This koala bear has been safely returned to its home. <laughs> to a new home, I guess, because they just took its home. Yeah, it's like... It liked that tree. So much for taking a nap in that tree. Woke up <laughs> in some chick's house. <laughs> but koalas, they're curious, I guess. And and this koala bear was like, I guess I'm just going to go with it and see well, where they take me. I'm strapped onto this car. Seemed to be traveling kind of fast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Only in Australia. Yeah. Koala bear in your Christmas tree. That's uh. So they couldn't keep it? No. Oh. Well, that would have been the best Christmas ever. I don't think they're very nice. <laughs> 
All it's I a want bear. for Christmas is a koala bear. <laughs> no, I don't. Oh, shoot. Embarrassing moments with Brandon. <laughs> okay, so Christmas time, girlfriend back in the day. I bought her what I thought would be a funny gag, kind of something we could enjoy, maybe gift, right? Not realizing everybody in the world, like her family, grandparents, everybody was going to be around. And religious grandparents and little kids, aunts, uncles, everybody's gathered around. And for some reason, it was like there was a spotlight on this gift when she opened it, where everybody stopped what they were doing, gathered around, came out of the kitchen, everything, just to watch her open this gift. You have to guess what gift it was. Is it A? sexy lingerie is it b a book called chicken soup for the gassy soul c do-it-yourself bikini wax kit is it a yes it is it was some very sexy lingerie very risque nice and can't go wrong and it was like they were all gathered around all excited like oh what did brandon get his girlfriend this is going to be so fun and then they all just looked at me like sinner who are you it's fun for you too (laughs) <laughs> I never seen it again. I think she threw it away. So you never hit a home run with her is what you're saying? Uh, no. <laughs> Damn, that's but, no fun. No, it wasn't. <laughs> she should have been like, oh, darn it, I opened Grandpa's present by accident. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Is this yours, Mom? <laughs> <laughs> Play it off. There you go. <laughs> so who are we talking to? Uh, this is Teresa. $20 to Dick and Jane's. Perfect. So what are you going to get? You know, it's almost Christmas, and I'm one of those people that I'm probably going to go buy some gig gifts and make other people open that kind of stuff on Christmas. That's well, an awesome idea. <laughs> we love you. Yes, I love you guys, too. Love you. Good old Teresa. Yeah. Wow, she guessed the good one. I would have guessed did. the gas book. Yeah, that would have been funny. Or even the bikini wax kit, because that's yeah. embarrassing, but it's not that bad. But yeah. Well, if you listen to the Roadhouse often, you know that you shouldn't do that yourself. No, no, that was... Because uh, you tried it. Yeah, it, it was work. the worst. Yeah. It was the worst. But yeah, it was a very embarrassing moment. Um, I was new into the dating world, bought her this gift thinking it'd be funny. Everybody would laugh and giggle and ha ha ha. It was the complete opposite. Uh, the complete opposite. Just about got chased out of there. Embarrassing moments with Brandon. Yay. And now it's time for Christmas Karaoke. Everybody, look at the snow in the yard. Brad Hyde, are you ready to try to sing a Christmas carol? You are putting me on the Christmas spot list. <laughs> I'm going to be uh, probably naughty, but I'll give it the old whirl. Okay, so for you, it's going to be all I want for Christmas is my two front teeth. Ready? Oh, sure. Here we go. All right. My two front teeth. All I want for Christmas is my two front teeth. Lord, help me chew corn on the cob. (laughs) I don't know what else the words are, but all I want for Christmas is what's underneath. What's underneath? (laughs) What's underneath? (laughs) But if I had my teeth, I would chew it. Anyway. Okay, that's enough of that. I don't know the words. <laughs> that was fabulous. That was, that was bad. That was impressive. Ah, uh, a good feel moment. It pulls at your heartstrings kind of moment. Vision isn't always measured by the things we see, but rather by the things we imagine, the things we strive to accomplish, and the things we make happen. 
There's a runner. His name is Thomas Panek. He lost his sight to a genetic disorder in his 20s, but he's never giving up on running. You might be thinking, wow, how does this guy run? He says the safest thing for a blind man is to sit still. I ain't sitting still, he says. Three decades down the road, Panek is breaking into a new stride using a cutting-edge app he was instrumental in developing. He recently became the first blind runner to complete a 5K race without the aid of a guide dog or a human running partner. Wow. Wow. The answer came in the form of a camera-assisted artificial intelligence cell phone app using painted track markers, and the app calculates the runner's location, orientation, and it responds with audio cues to guide people in the right direction. Wow. Isn't this insane? That is wild. A blind man ran a 5K all on his own without any help. The only help he had was an app. That is awesome. Way to not be a quitter. You know, because honestly, I don't go running because of any excuse possible. I don't like to run. Here's this guy. He's like, no, I'm not stopping just because I can't see. That would be more than enough reason for me not to run. Exactly. And then not only that, but he helps by by saying, look, I'm not even, I don't need anybody assisting me. I want to be able to go running by myself with nobody. Builds this app. I mean, think of the, the opportunities from this app are endless. People skiing, biking, uh, all the all those things that they can't visually go see. Now they have an app to guide them. It reminds me a lot of Amy Purdy, the professional snowboarder who lost her legs. Yeah. And all she did was make legs that would enable her to snowboard. That's yeah. what this guy did. Yeah, exactly. He's, I'm going to keep going. Huh? Don't ever limit yourself. No. Wow. That's Absolutely awesome. amazing. That is a good feel story yes, right there. Yes, it is. If you have a good feel moment, you can email us one because the world needs to hear good stories like this. Just email goodfeelmoments at catradio.com. Bounced from the Roadhouse is hosted by Amy Rose and Brandon Jones. Produced by Mark Houston. Engineered by Chris Jacquez. Audio and video mastered by Russ Haddon. If you liked what you heard, please rate it five stars and leave a comment.